for a while I've been observing that it's much easier to take things from 2 to 3 or 3 to 4, basically anything to n, than it is to take things from 1 to 2, especially in code. And I didn't really have a frame around this until I heard this part in a recent Art of Product podcast. So I'm going to let Derek Reimer and Ben Ornstein explain. I'm starting to get the sense that like, all right, I can see the boundaries where the abstractions should be, where they aren't currently today. And building this, like building another client, building another major integration like this forces you to get those abstractions right because, or you're going to just hack stuff in, which don't want to do. So once those abstractions are truly right with truly two different adapters in place, then it's going from two to three, like you said, shouldn't be that bad. Yeah. Once you make the like one to N abstraction, the end becomes pretty arbitrary. I'm excited for the possibilities of what that'll open up once I go into the end territory on that. I have this theory, this is like pretty half-baked and probably will always be half-baked, but like in programming, as soon as you go from one to two, you should just go from one to N. As soon as you're like, oh, there's not just one kind of user, there's a user and there's an admin. It's like, just assume there's going to be some number of user types and build the abstraction to handle the N. And maybe by default, Instead of ever assuming there's one of anything, assume there's n of anything. And if there happens to be one, great. And then when you want to go to two or more, don't change anything. It's like, what if every time you use has one in Rails, you instead just use has many? And you use map over things, like you know, map over the collection and do that, as opposed to being like, there's exactly one, do the thing to it. I've had to face a, a couple of those in building Savvy Cal, like with respect to integrations, you know, a lot of times you end up coding things like, I will assume this person will have one Zoom account. So you're only allowed to have one of these types of integrations. And it's like, no, I'm going to make sure it's multi because you always, I remember this at Drip, we always encountered scenarios where like, couldn't imagine it when shaping the product, but sure enough, someone's like, no, I've got these two Stripe accounts and this is the exact justification why and I need to do this thing. And it's like, okay, well, and it's painful having to re-architect in that direction. Right. I've done this refactoring a million times. Yeah. I'll yeah. be like, I thought there would only ever be one subscription, team, user, plan, name, address. And it's, it always ends up being like, oh, actually, there's more. I've done this a million times. I almost never go the other way. What if you just paid the upfront cost of thinking, this is just always a collection. So given that, what should I do? And solve that problem as part of the initial design. Never build up all these assumptions about singleness. And then you have effortless expansion into the N over time. Yeah. Like as much as you can centralize your logic around accessing, like if you're treating it as one for now, the hard part is sometimes to not sprinkle hacky things all over the place, like always taking the first element off the array, basically. If you can centralize that in one place so that if you end up expanding it down the line, it's pretty, you only have to change in one place. That's I've found, I've had to refactor that multiple times in that direction. Totally, yeah. yeah. This comes up in Ruby in particular. I think this is almost extra true for Ruby because you end up with nil in certain places. Like if you're like user.address.capitalize or whatever, it's like, oh, address was nil, so you can't call capitalize. Like, but if you say like user.address.map capitalize, it's like, okay, well, if it's an empty array, no problem. That's just, you'll have an empty array or at the end. And if it's got one thing in it, you get that. And if it's got a thousand things in it, you get that. And it's ah, like the map abstraction just clears this up for you and handles those cases, and you're never calling stuff on nil. Like right now in Tuple, it's like, you can be on one team. And it's like, yep, it might be nice to change that one day. But just imagine the magnitude of that change. It's huge. Whereas if we just said, users could have many teams, and in practice, they only have one. But we just know this always comes back with a collection, and so we operate on that collection. 
And then someday later we change that and it's like, oh, this is this actually is way easier. Like it's like it doesn't impose much cost and then potentially gives you big gains later on when the, the world almost inevitably changes. Push it down to at least the database layer. So you're storing it in the database as as a one-to-many relationship. And maybe at the, at the earliest point in your code where you're touching that, you're like forcing it into being a singular thing. So like most of your code thinks it's one thing. That's still a lot easier to change than like refactoring database stuff is the worst. Like it's a lot easier to change code that operates on a database schema than it is to actually change the schema. But yeah, if just everywhere I had just done like user.teams.map name, it's like, well, if it ever changes, I'm not, I'm not going to need to come back here and, and deal with this again. It's like, if you can build, if you can build in a way that you're not going to have to come back and change it, that sure is nice. If it's not too costly in abstraction complexity. This is a pet theory of mine. Next app I make, I'm just going to make everything has many. See, there's probably an extension of this where it gets too insane. Like, I do enjoy a good one-to-one <laughs> if I know for sure. And there are cases where you know for sure that this is only going to be one. And then it's just really nice if you can just rely on it being the only thing and it's like always there. And I also like non-null constraints. I love those. You know, it's like, like oh yeah, this thing sure. will never Definitely. be null. Um, yeah, absolutely. Good null constraints is yeah. great. Yeah, <laughs> hammer. Of, I love hammering as many of those as I can into the database. So of course, neither extreme is correct here. But I think over time, part of the wisdom of being a programmer is anticipating the stuff that's going to come down the line later accurately. And so maybe what I actually just need is like a list of things where it's like, just always assume a team is going to have multiple subscriptions or an organization is going to have multiple teams like, and you need another like a layer in there. Eventually, I will understand the one true SaaS billing architecture or like SaaS modeling architecture someday that will handle all my cases.